Okay, so I hope to uh, cover or get through most of the uh, Kiddush and choices before davening with the Yushami Kugel. That's how we got onto this, and we'll have the benefit, Derech Agav, of seeing the Paspa Vikisnen uh, pizza and cereal sugya. And if we don't finish, we'll be starting hopefully close to the Reish Chedesh El, which is earlier in the summer, uh, but we will also be ending earlier. So the um, Shurim this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then regular Shabbos, Sunday Navi, and then just look to make sure we're here for the Sunday Navi uh, throughout the summer. And you all have plenty of time to do Chazara, hopefully, in the meantime. Uh, speaking of Chazara, so it's been a while. We actually put in two Shailas from previous Sugyas, but I seem to be getting a lot of them in the last two weeks since the Sefer came out on Inyan I'm not surprising. I have around 25 editions already from Madurish Niyam, uh, because the two I'm going to mention tonight, briefly, I asked the fellow, I said, we didn't talk about that? He said he doesn't remember hearing it. It's not in the Sefer. So it uh, should be. Uh, one of them, I believe, is Mutter. Uh, the first one, I believe, is Osir. The question is, how many Eserim? So I can't believe it didn't come up. Maybe some of you will deny it, and it did come up. But, uh, somebody had, as they were going through some of the Gadarim, started thinking of a very famous expression that he's heard people in the office say in business on trying to close a deal and working very hard, and it was getting like very difficult, and it looked likely that it wasn't closing, and they were getting desperate. So somebody had mentioned Hail Mary. This didn't come up, is it so posh it? <laughs> this didn't come up. Huh? It's kind of posh. That's how many you serve. Uh, so, but remember we started on that uh, evening where somebody said, what's wrong with, with this? And I looked at them like they have foreheads. So this is maybe worse or as bad. Uh, okay, that they didn't know. It would. They thought it was some superstition. But as you go through the Sogia, now you get Chazer and the Sefer, it's very clear that if you're doing something strange, you have to be cheshish that it comes from a strange source and a bad source, and that's the Yesu Hukasam. So Naka would straight from Avodah from Christianity, and Hail Mary, you have to be a Kaddish Vatar not to realize that Hail Mary is um, not from our religion. I, I understand, but it's not from American football. Your mom is a Kaddish Vatar. Of course it comes from American football, but <laughs> if you know anything about American football, which uh, I'm not saying you should, but in the, now it seems like the ancient history of America, it was only a couple decades ago, but now it, unfortunately, because the other same issues that are going on, it seems like ancient history. There's a time when in football, certainly college football, there were some very religious teams. Notre Dame? <laughs> but it wasn't just Notre Dame. So, uh, they were very religious. Like, it's hard to imagine this country. You know, there was actually talking, ab- talking, about, talking about prayer, you know. So, the, the very short story behind that was that they were in a possible situation. What do you do when you have five seconds or ten seconds to go in the game and you have nothing to lose and you're behind? And Seichel would dictate, not saying they pretending to have Seichel or not, but they dictate, throw the ball. Basketball, football is not uh, throw the ball. What do you have to lose? Either it'll go in the basket and uh, or the guy will catch it. So 
that part has nothing to do with Chukasayim. So far, so good. These guys were very religious, at least when it came to winning a football game. I'm, I don't want to be over Lissachanim over here. And uh, they decided. I had to look back because when the guy asked me, I said, of course that's us. He said, which is her? I said, I'm counting. <laughs> so it's Hail Mary is from a very Gaisha Christian uh, thing, and Mary was Jewish originally, but that's a complicated story. Okay, we won't get into that, but uh, Miriam used to be her name, and if anybody's saying, um, you can say hail to the chief, but the Hail Mary is cut and paste from them. So of course it's us to use that. That's already... It's almost beyond chukasayim, but here in the context that it's used, it's chukasayim because you'll say, "Well, I'm not really praying to their god; I'm just using the expression." That's where the sugi chukasayim comes in. So it's almost a classic example. So the kids, uh, the guys uh, prayed on the field. Can you imagine that happening today? That a huddle and they prayed on the field. They still do. Well, mm, they one, do. One guy. Okay, I'm sure there are some liberal-minded players that would take exception to mixing church and state and football and okay, whatever. It's a it's a problem. It's it's, uh, particularly troubling that we're longing for a matzah where somebody's praying on the field. Like that's not we're still in Gullis. The whole thing is uh, we can go back to the Gullis. We're not going to have football, basketball, any of this uh, nonsense. What they're going to be doing is a different story. They'll be holding on to our titters. But Lamaisa, that's already good. If you have some people who want to win a game and all of a sudden they find. God in something they really want. That's already a good story, even though it's Shalom Lashma. Or Lashma Lashem Maman Harbe, whichever way you say it. So they prayed. And I guess a couple of times it worked. It's going to work a couple of times. And I'm not saying prayer for a guy. Remember, we many share him on the fact that for them it might not be us or as better than Avadazar, Mamash Avadazar. But these are Catholics. A lot of these teams, a lot of these places were Catholic, not Protestant. And it's about as us, but it's prayer. So they want something and they're praying for it. I'm not coming to Taina on that part. I'm coming to Taina on how dare anybody think that they, uh, a Yid who's uh, davening to the one and only Akosha Baruch Hu, for more important things than not, Ayain, the beginning of our Tila Sugya three months ago. That's a separate discussion. But to use something from their false testament and start saying, if you. Hail Mary prayer is a prayer that's borrowed and it's uh, specifically for them uh, and it's a foreign religion. So yes, that is chukasayim and you can't use it when you're throwing a ball and you can't use it when you're hoping against odds to close a deal or whatever you'll see might be doing. You cannot use that expression. And I guess it is more posh at the knocking on wood that you can not know where it comes from because you're a Kaddish Vatar. But I asked the guy, who do you think Mary was? I don't know, some Jewish lady? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's not yes. going to be much better, but we'll save that for a different time. Uh, yeah, it's, you shouldn't be borrowing expressions that have to do with their prayer. And as you just mentioned, well, that's just borrowed from American culture and football. No, it's not. They borrowed it from what they say in church, and they used it because they wanted something, and they prayed. But we can't use the expression, and that's push it. Correct. That's because you're not doing enough chazar in the sefer, and you have one already. So um, get to your uh, after after Marv. Okay, the, the the sefer, by the way, I wanted to mention is now in farm stores. So those listening out there, a number of people ask me. There's an email with a flyer, and the flyer will be on the website and in the Marmachimus if you want to uh, take a look, but uh, if you have a Sarama store in your town, wherever you are, uh, it should be there. If it's not, then email us. Is that what I mean? But I had 
The Hail Mary? No, the two I'm speaking now, we never did. Some odd reason. I, Hail Mary, I would have thought, if you asked me then, I would have thought it was Pushit. But nobody here asked. I guess you all thought it was Pushit. Okay, the next one I thought was interesting. Uh, this, I was called at 1 a.m. Um, I wasn't going to pick the ringers off, as you know. But uh, it, it, I happened to notice a missed call because I was making an outgoing call to Israel. And somebody had called three, four times from a Lakewood area code. So I figured it must be urgent. So it was 12.30, 12.45, 12.50. So I called back. This is uh, two nights ago. And uh, there's a fellow in the line. He says he has a Shaila on the Safer. <laughs> so I said, okay. If this is Mamish. Uh, once I called him already. Uh, usually when you take a Safer by Hamapil, it's usually the Eitzahara gets you to fall asleep. Apparently it uh, wasn't working or he was... So I, there's a reason behind, uh, I'll get to it in a minute. So I said, um, I said, okay, what is it? So he said, do, do I have time now? I said, well, once we're on the phone, I'd like to hear what's bothering you. I said, by the way, are you a Bachar or a younger man? He's in BMG. I said, Bachar, I said, good, because if you're a younger man, Shana Vishana, I'll give you Musa. So I'm up at one in the morning, you're not supposed to be up at one in the morning. So he said, no, he's a Bachar, but he's a Chassan. I said, Mazdav. So he says, I'm looking at the part of the Sefer about Chassanim and Hagim. That made sense. He's getting married soon. And uh, he wants to know, uh, as he's looking at the mug, he said he saw one shyly had that wasn't addressed. So you guys are falling off on the job. We went through, I thought, every shyly since creation of the world, but uh, apparently not. So he said, why isn't it usher, this funny hanhaga that we have, that the kala wears white if lachari that comes straight from the gayim? A fair question. Uh, now, you know this has got to be unlike Hail Mary. This has got to be Mutter. And it is. The question is, why? So I said, well, before I answer your question, if you're thinking of mentioning something to your shvigar or the kala, forget it. It's <laughs> not a shalom bias issue over here. Like, it's not a havamina. Uh, he said, okay, okay, but I'm just curious. Like, why is it not a problem? He says, isn't it uh, from the game? Now, he's not... Not crazy at all. And the interesting thing is that um, somebody at Shul here, downstairs, who's probably coming to Myrov later, I can say Bashem Ermo, Mark Bennis, uh, he, he noticed in the Safer Ball, he was looking at it and he said, You know, the, the white issue isn't discussed. It's the second time somebody has a shot in two weeks. So I said, It's, it's a good shot. The history behind it is a little murky. The, whenever the guy I'm talking about the history over here, but briefly, Queen Victoria, who I guess, you know, we'd be pining for somebody like as conservative as that also, at least, as, at least some sneers. That's <laughs> also a bygone era. But uh, she was married somewhere in the 1840s, and it was the first um, Gayusha wedding, I'm going to use the word chasana, that was heavily photographed. The reason it was the first one is because they had recently invented the camera. And now they had a royal wedding, and uh, this is a good time to spread it around, and the photographs taka were the talk of the day, and they spread it all around the world because people have nothing better to do. And she wore a very expensive, understandably, a very expensive white gown. It was not their custom beforehand, by and large, but she put it on the map and come out overnight. It's not really true because a few years before that there was another royal wedding, and they have some sort of painting of that, and she was also wearing white. But it comes the minig, uh, so to speak, I rather use custom, that was established in Europe and in America is fairly recent vintage. What 1840s put it on the map, and then it 
was brought to America, and this is a great moneymaker like everything else, so they made it an enterprise, and then they pushed the custom, because then you make a lot of money who's ever pushing it. A lot of the customs start because somebody's trying to make a business out of it. And then, as recent as World War I and World War II, post-World War II, it became popular. So nobody remembers your mother and your grandmother were probably wearing white already. I'll get to the Yidden in a moment. Or your neighbors, your Italian neighbor's mother and grandmother. But it's relatively recent vintage. The question is, but if it recent, not recent, if it came from the Goyim, so why should we be adopting it? So the question is, what was the meaning by the Yidden? And the good news is that we have two angles, Lahokal over here, that it's really Beshefi. It's not much of a Shaila. It's a good Shaila, but it's not a Kula. Number one, white symbolizes Mechila, which we have Chazals already, that the Chazan for sure. Chazan was a Kittel. Kittel represents Yamamisa. Don't mention that to the Kala. That's not why she's wearing white. She's probably wearing white now because the Goyim made it popular, but that doesn't answer it in this case because we were probably doing it before, and I'll bring a riot to that in a moment, and the fact is that it does represent Tyra and Kedusha. By the man, it represents the Kedusha like Amalek and the Amamisa. I never saw anybody write that she should have in mind the Amamisa also. We want the Kala to be happy and smiling, and they're more emotional on this day anyway. Uh, but the Chassan... It really has both of these in mind. That's why they put a coat over, because it's supposed to remind himself of the Amavisa, not dampen everybody else's simcha. We have very fascinating menhagen. <laughs> we put it on, and then we cover it. Lamaisa, the mechila, the whether it applies to the women, the original measure is by Esav, interestingly enough. He married Machlas and got a Machila. Did he get a Machila? Not really, because he didn't do Chuva. But some say he could have gotten a Machila, or the Machila is like Yom Kippur without Chuva, but if you are Russia, you do have errors the next minute. There goes the Machila. But the original Raya happens to be even Esav could have gotten a Machila. With Chuva, without Chuva is the debate. And that's why they fast. That's why the meaning by Ashkenazim is they fast. And there's a Shiloh where the, the meaning applies to Nashim. Are they included in the same Machila? So our is L'Chathila, they don't often fast as well, but they are included for those Ashkenazim who are doing it. Uh, Sfardim, I don't believe, have the Minig B'Chlal, uh, but the Chazal does bring us the Minig that it's a day like Yom Kippur for the Mechila. So white would make a lot of sense. And white is uh, festive. It doesn't mean La Fouque. We're not claiming historically they never had other colors, they never had black because black can be elegant also. But there are enough Mechiras for white, you have a sugya beferish by Tuba'av. You have the Tainus. It says they went out and they dressed in white. That's beferish. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's historically, you know, once you have reasons independent, and we know that so the, the Taina, the reason people are asking is because it became the Christians co-opted it. And they said, oh, it stands for purity and sinus. And okay, but that, that can answer it if they do it in their service. Remember the tree issue with the guy and that could be a problem but they're not doing it in their service they hold getting married is maybe part of their service that's not so posh there's some branches that have this ridiculous idea there's only the of it but it's not part of their regular church service so they do it in a church and that's a problem. That's why we answered Chasnas Luxam Sefer answered it because the reform took it from them to Dafka do it in a shul, and he asked it in a shul. But even that didn't create an Isser Gummer for reasons it took a seven shirim to explain, and that is in the Sefer. 
So, Lamaisa, we have enough reasons. White is an international symbol. It represents these things. If they want to use it for their religion, that wouldn't answer it in this case, although it could have, and that's why it's a good shaila. And Lamaisa, it doesn't go back that far, and we had it first. And there are Achreinim who bring down the minig of wearing white four or five hundred years ago already, besides the Gemara. So, yeah, the, the, the Gemara is yeah, not a riot because it's funny. We have a lot of Gemaras about getting married, like the homosexual Subas. This is found in one Gemara at the end of Tainis, only by the women who couldn't find the Shidduch and they were dancing out, and so the men should take it. So, it's a little interesting why it appears over there. And it says over there as well, everybody should be shoved, they should the embarrass. So, they want to wear the same thing. But that is, from the economic point of view, an interesting point, because white was always more expensive. And the reason it became more popular by the Goyim recently is because it became a status symbol, and they were trying to copy Queen Victoria. You have to be very wealthy to make something white, because white is something that gets dirty, so you got to launder it. And if you want to wear it again, even Queen Victoria, they say, wore it again. Today, it's a whole industry, and it's expensive, and you got to rent it, and they don't wear it again. Nobody wears their chasna gown to another chasna or a fancy event. So, it's, actually it's what? The white is actually cheaper now. Okay. always white, but they had a problem with Tachrichim also, with the linen, and they had to make a Takana. You can make anything expensive or cheap, I guess, but it's not so, you know, to make something very colorful, it's probably more expensive using more dye. But you have to bleach something a lot. It's, it's very labor-intensive to make something very white also. So, the question is, was that was the white uniform part of making it shover? They just make the uniform shover. Shaz, what's going on there? You, you sound like you had a riot. White is cheaper? No, wasn't it initially the beginning of Shabbos but not giving the garden to the Machbe? So three days before Shabbos, you can, that, you, that takes longer to do color or is it longer to do white? If they're using heavy bleach, it might take longer to do color, but you've got to be careful because you don't want to ruin it. The, the it could be. I, 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 anybody in textiles, they can weigh in on it. Is, is it naturally uh, cheaper? We're talking about a white that's got to be very white in a royal way that's going to be fitting for a, for, for a kala. So there is a Gemara again, but there are Ahreinim four or five hundred years ago who say beferish that there was a meaning of white that wasn't exclusive necessarily. That's enough to rely on. So if you're going to a chasna, do not start screaming at the kala. What type of uh, chasna is this and the copying goyim? It's, it's the minig, and whether it was the minig across the board five years ago. And Lamaisa, the style is like that, and the style is across the board, yidin and goyim. That doesn't, in this case, make it an Israel Chukasayim. So he was very relieved um, that uh, he doesn't have to say anything. I told him the prerequisite is he doesn't have to say anything in the first place. This, no, is that a course? Are they white? No. I never look up. I wouldn't know what. I thought they had like sometimes green leaves and things. You can make it a. The whole thing, they were talisim. Talisim so see white also, with some black stripes, zechelitzchelis, if it was black or blue. And the Sephardim don't even have that. They're white on white. Uh, somebody happened to have asked me just recently uh, why Sephardim, he was asking me, why Sephardim have white on white. He was asking why they have a stripe. If the stripe is zechel to something, it certainly wasn't white. Machalik's Rashi and the Ramam was Tchela's dark blue, very dark blue, almost black. So uh, I said, I don't know, maybe it just looks, why do you have white on white shirts? Is that the, is there any, 
Okay, but it's not Zeichel Tzeilis, that's for sure. So, okay, so whatever. It's, they don't even want to say that the black is even a suggestion that you're siding with the dark, so now you can the dark, that she's white, and more than that, you shouldn't have. You'll tell me afterwards, uh, there's no, we dafka put dark because you want Tzeilis. And no black and Shabbos. Okay. Because black is more. Okay. Lamaisa, it's Mutter. So, any other additions we'll put in later. Let's go back to the Sugya with the Passover Bekistan. Go to page five, which is what we were up to. And with the ten minutes we have now and the other two nights, we'll make some headway. On page five, same hand that we were on last week. This is actually the last Marmokam and Shulchanar. The next one is the Tshuva from Rav Yashiv, going back to the Kugel. But we have ways to go before we get there. So, Sif Yedzayin in Semen Kuf Samach Ches. This one Sif looks very unassuming in terms of the Nafkaminas, but uh, today especially, this took on a new life, and this is the great uh, pizza tumult which uh, started when Yidin started eating pizza, first kosher pizza place in New York, wherever it was. And as we started mentioning, and everybody knows, Rav Meisha held the Be'etzem pizza, at least then, was Mazainus, and it's possible to kiss so Shaila, how much you eat? So the terror was one slice is still a snack, two slices is a suffolk, uh, one slice of fries is the same suffolk, and you can't be Kaveya like cookies and cake and Kiddush on Shabbos. And you got to watch how much you eat. The part of the story that's not that well known is that the sock that pizza is possible to kiss the material in the first place is quite a machlekes. And Ramesha held it was. And the Metziahs then, when he was asked, back in the 1960s, Lumis Barham, it was eaten as a snack food. It was a novelty. It was new. I was told the history by somebody who was there and he's very excited to tell me this is a vital piece of information that he ate malamaka first and went out for pizza for dessert sounds strange to us like three hours later just to you don't wake up Sunday morning hungry so he's that chashash so yeah dessert and they had one slice and they made him as as we mentioned again I did not convince Rab David of this position Sadiq told me after Sheer that Sadiq was trying to convince Rab David of uh, which the Sicilian? Sicilian, Sicilian yes. Yeah. So I don't know which part of the mafia eats thicker ones or thing, but uh, Sicilian pizza is supposed to be thicker and it has a bigger shear. And you couldn't even convince him of that. You held it was more of a kvia sudi, even, even one slice. Yeah. You didn't get anywhere either. Okay, so that didn't change, and there are those who hold it didn't change, and you can still eat one as a snack, and then people do it, and there's something what to be semichan. However, once you hear the next part, you'll know that the Dian, even 50 years ago, on whether it was ever Mazayanist, is a big shayla. That's all based on this one machaber. And then if you hold, like, come out all the Pesachimites, Yisrael held to his and I'm cheshish, is because it got to Yisrael 20, 30 years later. And by that time, it was lunch and dinner. That's my own svar again. That'd be agrees with that, but I think there's a lot to be said for that. What's the machlekes? So listen carefully. It's quite fascinating. It, this machaber doesn't say, use the word pizza. But he's going to describe something that fits into the pizza shayla. Pashtida anefe betana Call it a calzone. You have something that is doughy, has a crust that's baked, and had this been something filled with fruits and sugar and cinnamon, 
and all those wonderful things. We'd have classic pasta bakisnin, just don't eat too much of it, but it's mezainis and alamichia. Donuts was last week's shmuz machlegis abed on time of the rash, which we'll get back to, where you had something that was a regular dough and then you just cooked it, but the donuts they're talking about didn't have sugar and all those delicious things that make it possible of a kisnin. The Ramah added that. That was the last makar from last week. And then that's also possible of a kisnin. If it's just a donut, you're wondering, who would eat a donut if it's not sweet? But in the olden days, they didn't have much of a choice, and they just liked variety. So sometimes they baked it, and sometimes they deep-fried, and they scalded it or boiled it. And Rabbi Anatam holds, it started off as dough, it's hamitzi, and birchaz hamazan, even if you're eating as a snack. And the rash holds, it's mezainis, if it's scalded. That was last week's Machlekes and Be'etzim, we paskin like the Rosh, but the Magad Avram and the Mishabura suggest you don't get into the Shaila and you eat it to Suda. It's not Nagea to our donuts, because our donuts are possible kissing because they're very sugary. So, that's not what we're discussing here. We're discussing a baked product. It's got dough around it, call it a calzone, call it a kanish. Some of the kanishes have very thin Layers, then it's like really a lot of potatoes. We're not going to discuss that now. If you remind me, an L. It's yeah, yeah. Break is the end of the bake, and they have things in them. So the possible kissing classic, which is not a machlekes, is when it has dessert-like items, fruit and sugar and custard and all those things. Chaber is discussing where the inside is real food, fit for a meal, fit for a king, bosser and dugim, and cheese, but not cheese as in cheesecake, but that's already the sweet part. Regular cheese. And the Mechaber has something to say about it. The question is, what is he saying? So, pashtida, nefe, betana, babasar, abadagim, abigvina, all staples of a regular meal, not dessert-like material. Mavarachalav ha-meitzi, ubirchazamazah. No, if you just saw these two lines, and I'd ask you, what bracha is pizza? Without kaviyasuda, one slice. What's the answer? Ha-meitzi. That's the Machaber just said. Is pashtida like a packet or pashtida is a... It doesn't make a difference. It happens to be. It's like a kugel type thing, but it doesn't make a difference because any form thereof, it's not because it doesn't have a pocket because he's not taking a position. You're referring to the fact that the three of Machlekes had to make possible a kissin. Does it need a pocket? Can it just be nilush with the sugar? Or can it be, does it have to be um, a breadstick? Or a flatbread, which is hard and crunchy, or all three? If it's flat and there's stuff on top of it, does that qualify as surah surpass? So, so the answer is right now, it's a good question. The answer is right now, yes. I hold the thought because when we get to the Taz, you see, like, the, the obvious kasha over here is what's the Kiddush and what is this doing over here? Remember, we're in Kuf Samachas. This is Hilchas Dvarm Hanagi Masuda. There's a separate simon on Pasaba Bekisnin, and this is not it. So the Taz is wondering, what is this doing here? That's a fair question. And we have a bigger issue even before we get to that, but, but his kasha is going to tell us the Kiddush that might have something to do with it you just brought up. But right now we're assuming it has, uh, has Surah Sapas, and even the Taz and the answer, the, the assumption is Surah Sapas. But what you just mentioned is going to, re- when you get to the Taz, it's going to remind you of a similar, similar item. So we have a baked item, it's not cooked. Let's assume it's thick enough, it has Surah Sapas. And the Mechaber just said that pizza is hametzi, black and white. Now he's telling you it's hametzi and bechamazam because everything we discussed was also in the simon, and we're trying to figure out it's varmanogim besudda. So trying to figure out what's the status. He's letting you know it's as the dinner lechem, like the rabbanu time of the rash where you took dough. 
thick dough, and then you scold it a deep fried. Rabbi Tom says it's lachem even having as a snack. It's a mighty meals The Rosh says no, it's mezayna. So here the mechaber says coming off of that. Machaber says this is Hamaitzi and Birzamazan, which the Khari should make pizza Hamaitzi and many held even then, certainly now, it's Hamaitzi. One slice. And if you want to go with that, you can. Just in America, if you're going with all the other Psakhim Ramesha, unless you hold the this far like the Ramesha would agree today, which I think is palatable, uh, good word for the Sugya, but not everybody agrees. And the debate was from the get-go whether it's even ever Mazenus. So I might hold it was, the question is why. Take a look at the Magan Ram first, top left-hand corner. Memdala Basu Adagim, Ukyetz Mizeh, Afilu, the Magan spells this out, but fairish. Afilu, Lug, Kava, Alav. Tahanu, Lamavatli, Tairaz Lechem, Dehain Asman Mazen. Because it's filled with real food, main course, meat, cheese, again, don't think cheesecake. Meat, cheese, dogim. Mashan came Paris to have Kinuach. No, that's pretty two lines of Magadabram. Pretty, pretty obvious chilik. And he's explaining the Machaber why the pizza or the uh, calzone with meat in it or fish is Hamedzi. And we're not talking about the guys eating a lot of it. If he happens not to be Save and not eating a lot, he benches because you have to bench in Akzayas. So it's not benching the rice. Or like uh, pita bread or something like that, where it's enveloping the. Well, that's what Avi was asking. Does it have to be similar to those sheetas? But we pass like all the sheetas are possible for Kisnan. So it doesn't necessarily have to be. But that's not the difference necessarily. The difference is the next line. Right now, so far on the Magad of Ram, it sounds like it's Amitzi. Look at the next line. Tzarechin, the Betanya. This is not the Tanya. I mean, it is the Tanya, but it's not the Tanya Acharon who's commenting on the Halacha. Kasav Allah, if it was the Bala Tanya, he would quote, it would be the Shulchan Acharav. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different safer. Kasavallah, he writes on this Machaber. Dafka, it's a quote from the Tanya. Dafka, Kishakava, Sudasa, Olav. He said, no, we're talking about possible the Kisna material, and Machaber is only talking about when you cover a Suda. Dina, Kipas, Kisna, Vitzarachin. So on this $100 million pizza, Shiloh, the Mangan of Ram started off saying, this is pizza, it's Amitzi, and then he says, well, others hold not so, Vitzarachin. <coughs> So it's a machaik, it's a tzarachi, and Ramesha is obviously going with the Maskan, the Magad of Ram, but he's also going with the Taz, as we'll see in a moment. And uh, the chilik is that this is not dessert material, and so what? It's still a snack, which means it depends on whether you or in your society this food is, ta- is taken as a snack. And if you have uh, potatoes, meat, fish, I'm putting potatoes in for, for the knishes, are all regular staple main course materials. So, so the simple reading of the Chaber and the first two lines of Magad Ram is it's Hametzi and Bech And then the Magad Ram says, well, some hold not so, and then a hold of this chili between dessert material and regular food. It all depends on whether you have Kaveh which is true by any pasta above a Then you have pizza, and pizza could be Mazayanis if you're not Kaveh Got to be careful again. The shear with the fries on the side and everything else you're having, uh, but at least it starts off with mezainus. So Ramesh is obviously holding like the second part of the Mangan of Ram. Look at the Taz. The Taz agrees also, but he's wondering what's his doing here. Take a look at the Taz. Uh, go to the first wide line, build a line. The Machaber again reads straight that you would think this is possible to kiss and Kamashmal. It's not. It's Hametzi. Regular bread, and you got a bench. Nothing to do with Kviyasuda. 
So the Taz wonders, if that's the Kiddush, what's it doing in the Simen? Which what the Magad Avram says is the Pshat in the first line, that the Chilik is, is telling you that it's not unlike spice and the sugar and the fruit. This is real food, so it has a Dina Kviyasuda automatically. And the Taz wonders, well, if that's what he's coming to tell us, it should be in Tochas Paso Bekisnen. So he's agreeing with the latter half of the Magad Avram. He says, there's no Chilik. If you're eating something as a snack, you make a Mazayinus even if it has fish, meat, or potatoes in it. So you have the Taz for sure, the Magad Avram, but you understand why there's a good argument that pizza could be mezainus if it's normally a snack food, which at least it was in the 1960s. Kamal Shabbos of Adagim, Barm Lefes Apas, Kain Barm Peres Lefes Apas, a chiddish. We need more time to really decipher this Taz, which is not our main sugya. He said, they're both possible to kiss him because Bos of Adagim is certainly Lefes Bas Apas, and Peres also can be even though normally Paris in the middle of the meal, if you have an apple, you've got to make a eight. It's not natural left, but it's about that it could be if you eat it with bread, which is why machmirim, when they have dessert and a food cup, or sometimes they eat a food cup at the beginning, we're not sure it's an appetizer, you'll see them take some challah and eat it in the first bite and the last bite to get out of this problem. It could be made the left, but the jury's out whether naturally lecher it's not. He says, even though this could be as a snack, with only a mazenis, he's agreeing with the end of the Magad Avram, but what's the Chiddush? So this is an allusion to something which you brought up about whether it's really fit for Kviyasuda and I don't think he's talking about not having any serious pas. I think he's more talking about the fact that this thing mainly is the main course, meat and fish. And therefore, there's a havamina, like the mazainis is tuffle. Even though mazainis can't really be tuffle, but you would make maybe a mazainis and something else. He's not suggesting that preferish, but he's saying you look at this whole thing, the havamina would have been that this is a kviyas because the main item is meat. Kamash malan, if you're eating as a snack, it's still not. That's, that's the Chiddush he says in this simon. That needs more Hezber. Uh, we're assuming it does have Tzuras Pas, and I'll, I'll get to, when we talk about the cereals, uh, I'll get to examples of that, but you don't need cereal for it. The wrap, which has created quite a tumult in the last 10, 15 years here in America. The problem with the wrap is it was invented, well, the guy eat it also, and it's very big from south of the border, the place where there is a fence, or would have been a fence, or a wall, something like that, down south, and it's very popular as an interesting item to eat your tuna fish, meat, whatever else you're eating with. There are two shailas there. Number one is the same old difficult shverasugya of mazaynas bread or lack thereof, or a guy who's really eating lunch, coming in hungry, leaving full, and having too much. For that, we're not going to, we mentioned that already, we're not going to give musa on that. You cannot going hungry and be full. If it has serious pas, and you're eating a shear, whether the shear is three bam, four bam, six bam, the amount you eat in your country, like Ramesha says, if you're having a full lunch, and that's you normally have for lunch, then you've got to wash anyway. So they market them with shnei shlishim apple juice. We constitute apple juice, not so posh. You have to use real apples. We constitute it as mostly as din of water. Okay, there's a big DN on that, and that's an old schmooze, and it's a difficult uh, kula, but 
that people who rely on it. Lamaisa, the bigger question is the wraps are very thin. Does that have tsuris pas? So that was part of the tumult. And there are thinner ones and thicker ones. And you asked this last week at the beginning of the sugya, and we're going to get back to it. You can have something that you just pour over with the losa raka and it doesn't have any tsuris pas at all. But that's often overused, and we're going to get to examples of that. There is a concept like that. The wraps are thick enough pashtas to be amitzi. And now the question is, is it amitzi straight away? Or if you're buying into the apple juice and the tam nirgush, I tasted all of them, can't taste any of the sweetness in my opinion. I wouldn't take the risk. It's like any mazanis rolls, which is a machlekes. But it has a response. So you can be kaveyasud on it. Pashas, you can make amitzi. Even if you make mazanis, you've got to make amitzi if that's your lunch and you're having a couple of them filled with a lot of tuna and side dishes. It's not going to help you any. But that's a shayla on tzuras pas. Is it thin enough or not? And the chiddush over there would be, well, maybe it should take on the din of, especially if you bake it together, of this machaber, according to the Magad of Ram, that it doesn't make the grade as mezainis, it's not a dessert. That would be totally in the machaber, because if you actually bake it together, not if it comes as two separate items, which usually it does. So we said a lot. It's a mouthful. No pun intended. And we'll let Mitzvah Shem continue tomorrow, because we have to make it tomorrow.